Hello and welcome to the Wednesday Weekly Waffle. My name's Joe Smart. I hope you're doing well and you're having a good week so far. So I'm having a really good week so far this week. So um, um, as this waffle was coming around, I think, what do I want to talk about this week? And uh, I couldn't believe it. This is the 10th weekly waffle I've done. So if you stuck stuck with me for all 10 weeks, very much appreciated it. Um, I much appreciate you listening in and checking out what I'm pondering and musing on each week. This week, I'm going to be musing on uh, something I launched earlier this week, which is part of my Smart Joseph Consulting business, which is the free 30-minute OD consultation for anyone who listens to this podcast. And for people who've not kind of sure what an OD consultation is or what that means or what does that look like, what does that feel like, how is it different from business consulting or you know coaching or anything else, I was going to use this opportunity just to talk through some examples of people that I've worked with previously just so you can kind of place them. So as I share these stories, you might recognize some of them either for yourself, for your colleagues or your friends. And uh, yeah, it's <laughs> stories are always good for learning. So three examples who I've kind of worked with, and I've, again, I've changed the, the names and the, the people involved. So there's there's no way that any confidentiality is going to be breached. So the first example um, happened a, a number of years ago now. And it was one person who came to me who said they were felt frustrated because their manager and their words didn't see them. They felt that they worked really, really hard and that they were constantly putting, going above and beyond, putting um, their social life and their family life sometimes in, on, in second place to their work life. And they worked hard and they did all their hours and they did everything they should have, should be doing. And they just felt frustrated because they felt they weren't being seen and they weren't being heard. And they just felt that they didn't know quite what was going on. And and when, when I kind of delved a bit deeper, it, it turned out there was a bit of resentment and a bit of frustration because other people who had joined the team um, sooner than they had um, who'd, who'd been not been there as long getting promoted quicker or uh, building a rapport with the boss or somehow just getting along and they just felt that they didn't know they didn't know the reason why and they just wanted to have a conversation about why is this happening what what's going on is it me is it unfair is the system unfair what what's happening here and it was a great place to start I mean that kind of curiosity and that willingness to take action to have that conversation is brilliant you know that that's the best place to start if you're feeling that way it's always worth reaching out to someone don't don't sit on it you know, that's not sometimes the worst thing you can do. Just speak to someone who's um, you trust uh, is the first thing you trust, who you're confident in, can be a friend, can be a family member. But, and, but if you're looking for someone who's maybe walked that before, path before, um, then it's always worth reaching out and just having a conversation with someone like myself or, or somebody else who you may, you may have heard or listened to and thought, you know, they might have some pearls of wisdom for me. And I've done that many times in my career, many, many times. Um, so this person, when we spoke to them, through this, I kind of asked a few questions and just tried to understand the organization they work within and the, where they were placed in the team and what their team strategic vision was and what they were doing to d- deliver what they were going to be doing. And as I kind of delved deeper, it turns out this person was doing great work. Um, but what they felt was that anything outside their job description wasn't wasn't theirs to do. They felt that they were going to do the job they were paying to do and that was nothing more. And I said, well, that's absolutely great. You know, that's well done you. But if you're looking for the next thing then how do you show that your manager or whoever makes those decisions that you're ready for that next thing and we kind of had a bit of a discussion around how um, other people who join the team were more willing to take on new projects or take more risks and this person felt frustrated because they didn't feel they had the time to do that because they were always holding down all the, the rest of the work and so we had a bit of a discussion around uh, and I helped the person to see from the manager's point of view or from the leader's point of view what the organizational priorities were doing and what 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 were the organization needs 
in order to be successful and how that person's team contributed to, to that. And from doing that, the person came to realize that while they were doing all this great work, it was great work, but it was it was fulfilling a role that needed to be filled. And if they were going to be considered for any other role, they needed to change the way they approached the game, I call it, the, you know, how they were going to approach. So when there were new projects coming up, they wanted to be the hands up first. When there's opportunities for networking or learning, they wanted to be the first name on the sheet. And all those kind of tiny things made them more visible to their manager and would put them more in that kind of frame for the next role or the next promotion. And so when I spoke to this person a few months later and just asked how it checked in, how it was going, they said that they tried some of these things. They were doing a really exciting project now. And because they were enthused and excited, their dynamic, their approach to work had changed from being one of resentment and trying to, you know, feeling everyone else was getting one over them to being much more positive and forward facing. And that because of that, they found their relationships had improved with everyone across the team. And actually the manager and them had built a bit of rapport and it was going really well. So that was one example of when I've worked someone on a very one-to-one basis around how they fitted into work and how they could maybe see the organizational priorities and that organizational design of what was going on in order to understand their place in it and how they could then offer best value. So the second example was someone I spoke to was a a manager who had been um, moved into a new team and was trying to engage and re-energize her, uh, this new team, but was hitting a bit of a brick wall. They just couldn't seem to penetrate this base level. So they were like, oh, we're going to do this. It's going to be great. We're going to have an away day. And then people would either not turn up, or if they did turn up, they would be on their laptops or on their phones or just slightly disengaged. And there was this kind of passive resistance. That the person just felt that they didn't know quite why they were receiving this passive resistance and what they could do about it. They know the team had gone through some hard times before the person had joined, but the person was thinking, well, this is, I'm brand new into this team. That, that was nothing to do with me. I'm here to kind of move to the future now and I'm, I'm ready, but no one seemed willing to meet her halfway. And she had a chat with me because she was worried she was going to start moving back into some of the old management behaviors, which people had warned her about before um, within the team that it became very command and control it was very top down it was very kind of risk averse and she was really keen not to go to that because that's not why she wanted the job and not why she wanted to to be in that role and so we had a really good conversation around things she might want to find out and this is where we had a big chat around she was she was leaping to the action phase before she'd completed her discovery phase and i'm a big qi quality improvement sort of practitioner i I love that kind of approach and that particularly phase i love the most is the discovery phase and so we had a big conversation about what she did know and what, what her knowns and what were her unknowns and what her known knowns and her known unknowns. <laughs> That's a bit of a, if I've come across that before, it's a bit of a, to get your head around, but a known unknown is something that you know you don't know. And an unknown unknown is something that you don't even know that you don't know. And these were two big bits of discovery that she, uh, the person didn't know. And so we had a big conversation and through the conversation, she quickly realized that she just made some massive assumptions. She just thought the team were ready to move on. And maybe actually they weren't ready to move on. Perhaps there was something unresolved, things that needed to be discussed or brought to the surface, some conflict that needed to be managed, or just some healing for the team before they'd be able to engage and actually move forward. And that kind of sense of, okay, I need to before I get frustrated, I need to understand that kind of um, uh, Stephen Covey seek first to understand and then be understood. And so she went back and basically went into the discovery phase again. So she did some um, questionnaires, she did some um, one-to-one focus groups, and she no no action, not trying to move anything forward, just to really understand 
what was going on. And when I checked in with Unica after a couple of months, it came back and said the discovery phase, basically there'd been a lot of, they'd felt like they'd been down this route before that a new manager had been brought in, they'd been promised all these things and it all gone wrong. And it, and they felt they'd been burnt three or four times before and they couldn't, they couldn't see why this was any different. And the manager, now she knew that, was able to have those really kind of personal conversations and build that relationship and build those rapport with people to kind of say, you know, trust me by what I do, you know, just come with me on the journey, at least. Just come with me on the journey and we'll see where we get to. And she said that building those, you know, seeing where they were where they were, and meeting them where they were rather than asking them to meet them, meet her where she was, it became very interesting that actually some of her biggest um, critics and they became advocate supporters they were they wanted this change too and they were really helpful they wanted to support her and so this kind of focus on discovery was really sort of helpful to her and really allowed her to feel re-energized and get back in again and and start again and I, you know last time i spoke to this person they were doing really really well and um the team was going on in the direction they wanted which is brilliant and then the final the third example i wanted to share was one I did a few years ago where um, I was speaking to someone who ran their own business. They were a small business owner. I think they had five five to 10 employees and they were looking to kind of move their business to the next level. They want, they were really keen to kind of grow their business, take on another 10 employees, start some new teams and really kind of push on from what they were doing. And they had the plans and they had the Gantt charts and they had everything ready to go. But every time they got to that point where they were just about to do that thing, something would happen. Um, and they'd be sucked back into the detail again. And then they'd get they'd almost get to that point again. And then something else would happen. And it felt like the business owner came to me and said, It just feels like every time I'm about to do something and take this where I want to get to, something happens and I'm pulled back in. But until that point, I'm fine. And so we had a really big conversation about it. And what it actually came about, what actually was surmised as we we dug into this a bit more was that while his head was telling him that he wanted to grow his business and actually get, you know, get more teams, what he actually, what his heart actually wanted or what his soul wanted, whichever one you want to use, was that he really enjoyed the day-to-day. He really enjoyed doing the the actual work, his business, and he was so passionate about it that he, he was scared that if he grew his business, he would move away completely from the, the operations and the things he did every day. And he would just become what he always didn't want to do, which is waste out of his own business, which was just a manager, you know, or a business owner who had no contact with the day to day. And what it what it kind of transpired as we dug deeper and deeper, and we looked into a bit more depth and used that discovery design uh, review stage of QI again for his each each crisis that kept popping up, and I use crisis in uh, in the quotation marks there. They were often of his own making. He might not have realised it at the time. But there was something that probably his team were absolutely fine to do. But he was like, oh, I need to make a difficult decision. No, I, I, I've got to be involved in this. <laughs> I'm jumping straight back in again. And, um, you know, it became something that he actually, the question was, does he actually want to grow his business? Does he actually want to do that? Is it always something that he felt he should? And there's that old saying, don't shit all over yourself. But should he be growing his business? Or does he actually want to? And when he went back to the drawing board, he actually realized he, he didn't really want to grow the business. He was happy where he was. He just wanted to make a bit more money and have a bit more work-life balance. And so then once he had that realization, he was able to go and um, explore some other options about what he might take rather than maybe growing his business in the way that he thought he should. So those are just three examples of um, what you know people I've worked with and sort of how 
OD kind of works. And it's that kind of, you know, OD is the way I kind of do OD and there's lots of different styles and flavors, but the way I kind of do it is blending sort of coaching, psychology, um, sort of emotional intelligence, quality, diversity, inclusion, quality improvement, project management, transformation, and kind of bring it all together with a real focus on that bottom line of why does this organization exist? Why does it exist? That kind of classic Simon Sinek, start with a why. Why are you here? Why are you in this organization? Why does your team exist? What function does it serve? Because once you know that, you know what game you're playing. And you know you know that if you're actually pushing water uphill constantly, or whether you're actually opening the dams and letting the water flow downhill. So uh, I, I have my own um, coach and I have my own sort of support network that really kind of does that for me as I kind of grow my own um, career and sort of business interests outside of that. And I would, you know, I'd be delighted to have, be that person in your corner if you'd like to talk to me around anything to do with career development, learning development, strategy, transformation, team development management leadership or anything else um that's that's around od and if anything need any more information about the kind of thing i cover then have a look at my flashy new website which i've spent innumerable amount of hours <laughs> tweaking and looking at you know sort of really sort of before but i thought you know what i've just got to press just got to go live with it it's only it's gonna be as good as i can get it and i'll keep improving but uh, i'd be, be very um delighted if you would check that out and have a look and give me any feedback as i turn to grow myself so that's the weekly waffle this week bit of a strange one um because it's been more about me telling you things rather than asking you questions but i hope you found that useful as always comments uh thoughts are very very welcome please email me at joe at smartjoseph.com if you'd like to have a chat with me about any of the things i've just talked about or just con- connect with me through linkedin or through the website and i uh, hope you have a lovely rest of august i look forward to seeing you very soon take care bye